Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. guys this is kaylee mcmahon you are tuning into the number one leading ladies podcast this is a podcast by women for women and what we focus on in this podcast is mind expansion if we don't expand our minds and if we don't dream big then we can't set big goals and we will not make big achievements that is the main focus of this as well as being able to help women work with each other to be able to lift each other up instead of tearing each other down. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to number one leading ladies. You've got me, Kaylee, you already know me, and Christine Jefferson on our show today. Um, We're going to be talking a little bit about her, but before we start the show, as usual, I just want to welcome any new listeners who've never listened to an episode before uh, and kind of give you the premise of what number one leading ladies is about. We're about women only on this channel, but women and lifting each other up instead. So um, I'm going to go ahead and let Christine introduce herself, talk about what she does, and because uh, I couldn't do her justice. Go ahead. Kaylee, thanks for having me. I appreciate being on um, and a guest. I'm Christine Jefferson, I'm partner with Mission Bay Capital Partners. I'm partnered with Daniel Whitford, and together we have about 1,300 doors and about $100 million uh, in asset under management as um owners, operators throughout, throughout the United States, Texas, Arizona, and the Mid-Atlantic, Georgia, and the Carolinas. Wow. So you guys kind of have a little bit of all over the place. A little bit all over the place. That's, yeah. That's mm-hmm. great. Cause then you can kind of monitor how everything's going. Um, where, yeah, where it works. Yeah. So, um, we are going to do just a 25 minute to 30 minute, uh, interview for you. It's kind of like a, a real casual interview. And one of the first things I like to ask every guest uh, is whenever it came to starting your business, um, a lot of people think that being a business owner or an entrepreneur is uh, this glamorous, like, oh, you have your own free time and your own schedule and you probably make a lot of money and you don't have to work for the man and all this stuff, but it's it's very different in reality. So can you kind of shed some light on some challenges that you came across starting your business, getting it up and running and kind of how you overcame? Yes, yes, yeah, sure. Um, well, I've actually started as a stay-at-home mom for a long time, years, seven, ten years. I don't remember, but it was a long time, and I loved every minute of it. And I knew that when I went back to work, I wanted to work for myself. I didn't want to be employed by anybody else, and I wanted to set my own hours and all that. And um, I so I got involved in real estate investing, and I started in single-family fix and flips. So I did set my own schedule, and I didn't didn't work necessarily full-time at the time. I was still there to pick my kids up from school and, you know, kind of have a looser schedule during the summer. Um, And I worked by myself as a, I did all the things you can do with single family investing from options to 
uh, buy and hold to fix and flip, um, uh, you name it. I, I, the only thing I didn't do was like a subject to. Uh, but yeah, I did everything for years from 2008 till about 10 years. I did residential uh, real estate. And then I transitioned from there to apartment investing. And it is it is my full-time entrepreneurial job, quote job. <laughs> uh, a matter of fact, oh, you know, oh, you hear a lot of people in the times that we're in currently right now, uh, hopefully it won't be the same when this airs. Uh, people are like, well, what can we binge watch on Netflix later? Or I just did another puzzle today. Or, you know, like, uh, I'm I'm very fortunate that I that I am working, but I'm not I don't have the luxury at this point in time as being self-employed or an entrepreneur to really take time off because of what we're doing. And it's still for me full time. It's it's almost like the summer because I have two kids and they're they're home now. They're not in school. Um, but yeah, it's 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 still still nose to the grind here for me. Yeah. So what would you say were some of like the bigger challenges when it came to, because I've kind of done the same thing where you're transitioning constantly between um, single family and then you said all those other things that you learned about lease options and that's, those are completely different. Um, yeah, I don't know if you ever did notes or, but just the creative financing stuff um, and then going from that to multifamily, what were the challenges that you kind of went through transitioning and how did you overcome those? Mm-hmm. There were a lot of challenges because multifamily is so vastly different than residential real estate. And I want to start by saying you do not have to think small starting this. You don't have to think uh, two, three unit or one unit even to buy to get started in real estate. I could have gotten started in apartment investing and to bypass all that. It just wasn't on my radar at the time. Uh, however, you can jump right into apartment investing uh, and you will still have the same challenges, most likely that I had going into it. It's the, the learning curve, um, the education, the background. Uh, I the, So the challenge is you're learning anything else. I couldn't just stop what I was doing and start apartment investing. It was like a transition period. So the workload or time spent was more as it overlaps for, for me, it was, so you're overlapping and you're learning and, uh, and then just doing it. And as you get challenged, you grow. And if you're not getting challenged, you're not in it enough and you're not learning enough. You're not taking action enough if you're not being challenged. Yeah. A hundred percent. So I guess I'm glad that you took that perspective on it. Cause, um, that was one thing you know, when I did my first apartment deal, I did my first raise and no one knew who I was and no track record. It's like the freaking hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, and then after that, it became a little bit easier to do things. And someone had said, yeah, if you're not, um, if you're not on the edge of losing or if you don't, if you don't ever fail, you're not, uh, you're not challenging yourself enough. And that's kind of like a scary line to, to be on, but, um, but it's true. I mean, you have to constantly be uncomfortable, I think, <laughs> to grow. Um, so thank you for, for answering that. And, you know, along with those challenges, what do you think uh, has been your biggest lesson so far? 
my biggest lesson is not an immediate gratification kind of, I say career. For me, it is a career, but as far as uh, uh, what you want, it's not immediate. It does take some time before you get gain traction and, and get set up. I mean, it, it, I mean, for me, it took about a year before I saw any results of my effort. So the, and I'm going to bring that back to the challenge is it's a huge, uh, a lot of times you are by yourself. I'm by myself working at home. I do have, uh, you know, I have my partner, thankfully, and we have other partners in, in other deals. Um, so we do have communication that way, but for the most part, I am by myself. Uh, and it's a lot of staying mentally focused and, and challenging yourself and getting yourself kept up because it's easy to go down rabbit holes throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like, it's all me. If I don't do it, no one else is going to do it. Yeah. If I don't push myself, no one's going to push for me. If I want to see the results that I'm expecting of myself and what I want and what's my dream, then I need to challenge myself and keep pressing forward. Yeah. And that's a huge lesson. Like you just said about, uh, if, if I don't do it, no one's going to do it for you. And it's the same mm-hmm. thing that I try to share as a message with people about self-care, about whatever. And then you, I even have to go back to my own self and go, am I practicing what I'm preaching? Like this time now that like, if the listeners are listening and, and they'll hear that we're just, or whenever you hear this, we're in the, quarantine or tyranny phase right now (laughs) Um, where we're having to stay at home but this has been a very challenging time because I'm such a a motor body like I always have to be moving and doing stuff to be able to drain some energy so I can focus you know I got off meds years ago but being like in my house and being you know it's really hard to have discipline if I can't leave normally I'd get something done get active get something done so I think, you know, having the ability to take care of yourself, uh, structure your day, and that's why I think you're doing so excellent right now um, because you already have that mindset, you know, right now, like, there is no time. It's just like, mm-hmm. it all bleeds into each other, but having some kind of structure and some kind, you know, so I think for you, it's kind of business as usual, you know, so. Uh, business as usual, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and honestly, right now, I'm... People, like you said, they're, um, you know, watching Netflix and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 man, 76% of people are totally asleep right now. This is like the best time to grow those skills that you don't already have, work on things that normally you're so busy uh, out there doing stuff that you don't perfect something or you don't, you know. So, yeah, that's that's a great lesson. Yeah. Uh, you got yeah. to do it <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah, now's a great time to take advantage. And if you're you're home and not uh, working or you have extra time in your hands, it, it is a great time to learn, educate, um, get caught up. So you're ready to go when the gates open again. And you're, exactly. you're going to be there at the starting line. Or even before, you know? Yeah, or even before, right? <laughs> <laughs> you have um, your sneakers laced up and you're ready to go yeah. before, yeah. Because I, I see it happening. I see it picking up. Yeah, you do? In, in what ways? I think uh, people who, people or owners who, investors who need to sell are going to be selling. I think it's, a, we do have a market that we're able to take advantage of here, maybe the next six, eight, 12 months. Uh, for us, we're focused on our business right now. Uh, we just purchased one at the end of 
March. So we're, we had planned this anyway to kind of pause our business as far as acquisitions are concerned and focus on building our business, building our systems and processes, working on our business and focus on raising capital um, as well. So we're, we are prepared for when it does happen that we're ready to go. I'm on the same page with you. Uh, I actually, the only thing I didn't cancel, like subscriptions and all that stuff, was a a membership to the Family Office Club. So that's one thing that I have been lacking in, is understanding how to create close relationships with family offices that have the same like mission, vision, values, so we are really in alignment. Because I don't really want to be involved with people that don't know me and will write large checks so they can take control of everything. I want to, like be one-on-one, understand each other, you know, give to each other. Um, and now is the time to slow down and do that. So i um, read a couple of books. Um, I'm working on a, uh, what is it called? A, uh, to be a certified capital raiser by this, this institute or whatever that the Family Office Club has. And uh, I've learned a lot of, again, how to bring things to you instead of constantly fishing for it or like instead of hunting, yes. you know, bringing it to you and being a resource. Um, but anyway, so that's been now the focus because I, what I want to do or what I'm going to do is have $400 million liquid capital on tap from different individuals, but it's going to take a little bit of work right now. So you're right because we need that cash. It will, right. We need it in the hopper. Yeah. <laughs> we do have an acquisition where, <laughs> where we're, you know, we can put it out there to our investors or potential investors. Yeah. Um, we already have a relationship with, so now's the time to be building the relationships. Smart. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Go back in. That's, that's one thing that I realized, uh, it's a strength and a, and a weakness of mine is that I'm really good at meeting people and I'm really good at, cause I'm super genuine and open and honest, like creating those relationships on a relatively quick basis. But that's one thing that I'm horrible at. I'm a good hunter, but I'm a bad farmer. I always have been in my sales jobs, everything. I'm like, home office needs to do all the follow-up stuff. All the I, I suck at that. Um, and now trying to work on growing that skill in reaching back out to the contacts we already have. So you're right. Um, yes. yes. Staying top of mind yeah. for, for people. So all of a sudden they get a deal and or, or you present something to them like, who, who is this, who is this company or a person again? I don't remember. So it is important to continue to stay up, whether it's automated or you do it yourself once a quarter, staying in touch with people. What do you think? Like, um, are you a passive investor in any deals where you get communication? I am not a, a passive investor. I should be to see how, other operators work. Um, I do know other people um, on our general partnership team who are passive investors on other deals. So they do share with yeah, me okay. their communications or ideas. Yeah. Or, you know, they'll, they'll share like, Oh, I like what this operator did. Yeah. And, you know, I think you can implement it. Um, this is not, this is like somebody on our general partnership team. And, you know, if it's a good idea, if it's going to help, our communications with investors and we would certainly uh, do something like that. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm not, um, I'm only invested in our own. So yeah, same thing with me. I think I'm going to have to like tap some brain power on that too. Cause like, obviously I'm hearing things and you're hearing things. And last thing I want to do is be annoying, but you know, figure out a way to, to kind of give more. Cool. Um, so you shared with yeah. us your uh, largest, um, your biggest lesson, uh, kind of some challenges that you've overcome in the business world and then real estate world too. 
Um, and then one of my favorite questions is, what would you say is your biggest win? Biggest win. My biggest win was moving to apartment investing from residential. Um, I, and then there's wins all along the way. But my biggest win is finally doing what I think I am meant to be doing. Um, I had incredibly, incredibly huge setback and challenge on my very last um, flip I did. And it was enormous to me. It crushed me, brought me to my knees. And I am like, I, I like, I didn't learn all of this investing just to put it to bed and get a corporate job, which is nothing wrong with that. But it's just, that's not, I'm like, there's no way I went through all of these challenges and lessons. And I just was guided towards apartment investing. And I'm like, this, this is it. This is where I'm, I'm, meant to be so a win is finding finding a part for me finding apartment investing uh, as my as my career path um i don't consider it a job um i i love it i i to a fault i probably am in my office too much and not as balanced with family and downtime as i should be um so, but wins all, all along the way, each time we acquire a property, each time we get a new, you know, investor that we're able to help through with passive income, like they're all little wins along the way. That's great. I was going to ask you, what, what did you say? Cause there's so many different aspects of apartments and that's, that's one thing that again, is a kind of, kind of big eye-opening experience. I constantly have to check in with myself and it's like you said, it's almost difficult to go from single family to multifamily because it's so different. Like the mindset, I constantly have to kick myself in the butt and go, depend on your team, depend on your team, reach back out to them, ask for help, please, you know, we're in this together. It's not just you. So I have to constantly work on that. Um, but you know, as far as how many different things are involved and they're not little tasks. So like if you're going for like a 250 unit apartment complex and you have due diligence right now, I'm doing exactly what you're doing or I'm writing out systems and processes for, okay, PSA or sorry for everyone who doesn't know what that is, purchase and sale agreement accepted. Now we do this. Now we do this. Now we do this. Those processes and systems are so important because you need a partner that's going to like just do that because it's so it's like a month worth of work straight up just doing all that stuff and making sure you have all the information you need to make the best decision uh stay in it or get out um same thing when it comes to like all the legal contracts and insurance stuff and i mean on and on and on and on and then you know once you're in it then it's operations i mean the accounting part of it then the reporting part of it investor communications i mean there's so many different parts and so i've had to learn to um, to have partners and be good with that and to delegate and to share, you know what I mean? So that's, that's been huge. But one of the things that I enjoy the most is actually like the community part of it. Um, that's probably my favorite part. What would you say would be your favorite part of all the pieces? Yes. My favorite part is, is partnerships and working, um, with other people towards the common goal, of course, of making money for your investors and the property and uh, so partnering up because the single family for me, I, I was solo. I didn't have a partner. I did everything by myself, everything. Yep. And moving to apartments, I'm like, oh my gosh, first of all, you can't, if you want to grow, you cannot, literally you can't do it by yourself. The lender won't even lend to you mm -hmm. if it's just you. Like you can't, if you have no experience, you just can't do it by yourself. So you do have, you have to partner 
and you're not in it. And the beauty is you're not in it alone and you can start small. And I don't mean small like a two unit. I mean, small as a partnership role in a hundred plus unit. If you're working, you know, you network and meet people, like you said, a community and you're talking to people with the same morals, values, common goals, and you partner up and that's how you, you, you advance and move forward and learn and, so it's all about partnership. It's it's not a solo sport, and that's what I that's one of the huge things I love about apartment investing. That's awesome, the partnership aspect of it. Yeah, I do like that. Um, where sometimes, like I was talking to you earlier about you know vendors and different people, and so what's funny is originally I was like, okay, team mindset. So that means you have a lawyer. That means you have an accountant. That means you have all these professionals. And then it's me. And it's like, no, 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 that's not the team. The team is like us internally. And so every time there is like uh, something going wrong, going right, whatever, like that's where I go first. Kind of like I had to start thinking about it like uh, like being a warrior kind of, you know. So like like if you've I'm seen the movie 300, you know how like they kind of, they put themselves together behind their shield and then they move together in unison. And before they make their moves, obviously they decide together. So I always think of that as like, okay, before I even communicate with this problem in person and all this stuff, I'm going to go back to the team and go, all right, here's what's going on. Now what do we do? You know? So I kind of, I'm, I didn't know what I was uh, genetically until like last year. And there's a lot of Italian in me and there's a lot of uh, Croatian, but the Italian part's funny because it's like, that explains like my passion and why like you know if I really care about someone I will like fight to the death for them you know so I, I agree with you that that's um that's key is is you know being on the same page and um having people that have the same would you say values and um yeah. things like that yeah yeah that's that's awesome mm-hmm. I agree yeah, yeah it, it's hard for me, um especially because I've been I've been a single female forever you know as that type of person, um, I've been very self-reliant, you know, so whether it's like changing like the air filters of my car or changing the spark plugs or this, that, and the other, like, I know that I'm capable of taking care of everything that we do. I can do all of it. I can, but I shouldn't. And asking for help and having a team is like so important. Yeah. You kind of hit the so important. And also realizing at the same time, what your value is and what you should let go of in control as far as like for us um we do we do have an, an operations assistant uh to help with if i'm, I'm going through because I, I mean i get a ton of emails kind of rules me and rules my day yeah. that's something i need to work on but if i'm going through an email i answer it i'm like forward i mean to, to our assist our operations assistant yeah and i should think in my mind is that something is this something that he can do or is it something i should be answering um, what should we be focused on to grow our business? You know, I'm like, where's my best and highest use of my time? Is it paying an invoice and tracking the invoice? Or is it, you know, spending time building investor relationships or broker relationships or looking for the next deal? So that that's where we are too in our, our business too, as far as not farming out, but growing our yeah. team so we can grow our business. Yeah, totally normal. Yeah, I've got a a personal assistant and I think I would die without her. I mean, she's like Mm -hmm. another me. Um, And she's also, she's interesting because she's she's very impatient. So that's good. Like it could be annoying, but I don't let it annoy me because what she's doing is she's pushing me to get her the information she needs to go. 
So I'm like, okay, okay, okay I'll it. get it to you. She's ideal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And because I'm, I'm somewhere else. And she's like, remember, remember? You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, delegating is key, yes. I think. Yeah. Yes. Well, you awesome. Think you can't afford it. Yeah, right, right. Uh, and that's one thing that's been hard for me to figure that out too. And I've had to learn that lesson several times. And so what's interesting right now about this whole SBA loan thing and the paycheck protection thing, and I went ahead and applied for a couple of lines of credit too, uh, personal lines and business lines. Um, I hate loans and I have personally, everything I've done and I have a residential brokerage and um, the apartment stuff, um, everything I've sp spent money on, I've spent my personal money on it, everything. Um, so I'm like, yeah, 70 to 90% of my money goes to building the business. Well, um, what's interesting is that uh, I have hired people that are cheaper, that are um, not as like they should, they should be more expensive and they should be more of an expert at what they do. And if it was, because you want to make sure the result that you're wanting, you get 100% of that. And if it honestly was a loan, or if it was like the company's money or something, I think my vetting process would be like 180 degrees different. And now it's different leaning on those types of things because I'm like, I have to 100% make sure I'm vetting everyone that's worked with you. I know that you're gonna perform. It says in the contract, if you don't perform, I get my money back. Like, so, and then now everything is growing so much better, you know, because of using the, anyway. So it's just interesting how exactly. this COVID thing has forced me into a position where now we're using higher quality people, producing higher quality things faster, um, and uh, they're producing their income producing activities like marketing, um, producing courses and other things that, you know, are anyway. So it's very interesting how things are going right now. But um, but yeah, that team is is critical. Um, well, we're just about to 15 seconds before I wanted to stop. That's perfect. Um, so our audience, if they want to get a hold of you, how would you best prefer them to get a hold of you? Uh, you can go on our website, which is Mission Bay CP, like Capital Partners, MissionBayCP.com. Uh, you can reach me that way or on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn and you can go to my website or email me through or message me through LinkedIn. Uh, my email address is also Christine at MissionBayCP.com. That's easy. Now, if there's one thing you could ask our audience for today, what would that be? Action. For everyone to take action, for someone to do one thing today that will advance you. Perfect. And on that note, guys, we will see you on the next episode of Number One Leading Ladies. I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. And for all our listeners, thank you, thank you for your time. We will see y'all soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today and listening to Number One Leading Ladies, a podcast for women by women. If you would like to get in contact with us at The Apartment Queen, you can email us at admin at The Apartment Queen. You can also set up a phone call and call us at 469-990-4627. If you would like any further information about future projects coming up, whether it is with our residential brokerage or with The Apartment Queen itself, investing in apartments, all you have to do is schedule a time to talk with us. Talk soon. See you next week.
with Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.